Welcome to Life of Angst. Known exaggerations and gross misconceptions. Visit our website at lifeofangst.com. This episode is sponsored by Live to Give Hope of Lebanon. Providing help to people in their hour of need, Live to Give Hope operates the Fostering Hope Closet and provides resources for families in Laclede and surrounding counties. Visit their website at livetogivehope.org. That's live, the number two, givehope.org. Welcome to the show. My name is Sarah, and today we're talking about the Culpeper Shannon College. So after writing an article about Lebanon's magnetic well, I discovered that the Gasconade Hotel was named the Culpeper Shannon College when it burned. So I decided to do some more research into this extremely short-lived Lebanon institution. So originally built as the Gasconade Hotel, a, quote, famous magnetic water and bathing resort, the expansive building that was to be the Culpeper Shannon College opened in November of 1890. There were over 100 rooms, a pool, athletic facilities, and even a trolley line that would bring visitors from the rail station to the hotel. In 1894, the hotel closed. By 1897, the building had been turned into Hamilton White College. That eventually closed, and the building sat vacant. In April of 1899, Dr. T.W. Shannon and J.B. Culpepper agreed to purchase the building from the Lebanon Light and Water Company for $10,000. J.B. Culpepper had previously visited the Lebanon area in 1897, and he had held a revival meeting at the Emmy Church. The building, originally built at a cost of about eighty dollars to $100,000, depending on the source. The $10,000 purchase price seemed like a steal. Local newspapers quipped, there's nothing like saving souls and money at the same time. Intended to be both an academic and a religious institution, the college catalog advertised that religious life would be a distinctive feature of the school. The college opened in September of 1899, but it burned only a few weeks later. The news of the fire was published as far away as Hawaii. In early October of 1899, Culpepper and Shannon were leasing homes in the Lebanon area in order to house the students who'd been displaced by the fire. It seems that instruction was continuing, and plans were being made to rebuild the college. Several local leaders gathered in October to make an agreement to donate funds and to start plans for the new building. The scheme didn't raise enough money, though, and plans to rebuild the school were completely abandoned by December. The college was named for its founders, Reverend J.B. Culpepper and Reverend T.W. Shannon. Shannon was the son-in-law of Culpepper, having married Esther Altoma Culpepper in Kentucky in 1896. Reverend Culpepper was a well-known revivalist from Georgia. He spent many years preaching all across the South, including Kentucky, Florida, Louisiana, Tennessee, Arkansas, Missouri, and even Oklahoma. In 1978, speaking of Reverend Culpepper's motivations for revival, Reverend Charles Ross Culpepper wrote, Grandfather saw that the war led to broken homes, broken lives, and he felt that faith was stronger than booze as an escape, and hard work could bring back the South. The four brotherhoods of the railroad had Grandpa for a revival in Atlanta. The whiskey crowd so feared his preaching that he was mugged by them, and in the hospital he asked his two sons to promise to fight the evils of alcohol all their lives. Culpepper's son-in-law, T.W. Shannon, seems to have spent the rest of his life speaking about the ills of divorce and the harmful effects of an intemperate lifestyle. He wrote several books and spoke across the country. Several of his books are available for free online through Google Books, and these include Self-Knowledge and Guide to Sex Instruction, Vital Facts for Life of All Ages, Nature's Secrets Revealed, Scientific Knowledge of the Laws of Sex Life and Heredity, 
and Perfect Boyhood, Vital Information for Young Boys. He espoused a view of social purity and discussed the theory that ill temperament and criminality were inherited. He was generally referred to as professor or doctor. By the time of his death in 1921, at the age of 50, he was a member of the Arkansas State Board of Health. Now, when I searched for the Culpeper Shannon College online, there wasn't a whole lot of anything. But I did find a file titled Culpeper Shannon College, Lebanon, Missouri, Catalog, 1899-1900, C0613, in the holdings of the State Historical Society of Missouri's Manuscript Collection in Columbia. So fortunately, I have a DAR friend who lives in Columbia, and I asked her if she would go take a look at the file and see what was inside. So she reported back to me that what she found inside the file was about a 60-page catalog of the school. She said it was printed on letter-sized paper. It seemed fairly cheap. It was bound with staples. Uh, The catalog is more than 100 years old, and it appeared to be very fragile, So she didn't want to open it too much, but she was able to kind of open it enough to get some pictures for me. The catalog is a fascinating glimpse into life of 1899 in Lebanon. I mean, the college was never to be, but there are some remnants of it, including this catalog. So I have pictures of the catalog photos on the blog, and some of it's super interesting. There's a, there's, I guess it's a plate that was printed that's a drawing of the whole building and there's horse-drawn carriages and stuff on the outside and people conversing that's pretty interesting there's also a, a drawing of the gymnasium area with wooden floors and a lady playing at the piano while the students appear to be doing some type of exercise um there are photos of four different homes in lebanon and the magnetic well so Those are super neat. Um, There's also some interesting information about the fire suppression system that clearly didn't do its job. That part of the catalog reads, Section 13, Fire Protection. The entire building being lighted by electricity and heated by steam generated in a powerhouse 200 feet distant reduces the danger of fire to a minimum. For further protection, the building is provided with convenient, easy fire ladders and rope fire escapes. Fire hydrants are located near each corner of the building. Coils of hose attached to the inside hydrants are hung on rollers in the halls ready for any emergency. The water contained in an iron stand tower of immense capacity is capable of forcing a stream of water 50 feet above the college building. From this, it will be seen that every possible precaution has been taken for the safety of the pupils and the protection of property. In all the articles that I read about the fire on newspapers.com, nothing mentioned anything about anybody being injured. So maybe the fire suppression system did do what it was supposed to do. Everyone was able to get out, even though the building was a total loss. So I do have 11 photos of the catalog available on my website, lifeofanks.com. Just look for the article about Culpeper Shannon College. Thank you so much for listening. If you have questions, corrections, or content suggestions, fill out the contact form at lifeofanks.com.